welcome to the Planet Podcasts, a series of short recordings of people talking about artworks, films, and other favorite art forms. This week I'm going to talk about one of the most famous sculptures in the world, Il David di Michelangelo Buonarroti, or Michelangelo's David for us Anglo-Saxons. Michelangelo was a lucky artist in that he didn't need to die to become famous although he wasn't averse to faking ancient Roman sculptures in his youth, before he had a name and the interest of popes and noblemen. He used to bury his work in the ground for a few months to age the marble and then dig it up and claim to have discovered another ancient masterpiece. Not that he believed that the ancient Romans had more skill than him. It was just a marketing tool. Just like today, it was much easier to sell an ancient piece than one knocked up more recently. Michelangelo was born in 1475, and his work on the David began when he was only 26. Previously, back in 1464, another sculptor, Agostino, had been commissioned by the cathedral authorities. The sculpture was supposed to be one of twelve biblical statues to sit on top of the cathedral buttresses. A six-metre-tall block of Carrara marble was chosen from the Tuscan quarries, but Agostino did little work on the piece. Records show another sculptor, Rossellino, was then chosen to complete the work, but the marble had a floor towards the bottom of the block and was again left almost untouched. The marble was then neglected for years before the authorities tried again to find a sculptor who could work on the necessary scale. It wasn't until 1501 that they decided on Michelangelo, who had shown them that he could incorporate the marble's floor into the design as a tree stump to help support the figure. The David would take up the next two years of his life. The statue was originally supposed to be part of the Duomo, but its size and weight made that an impossibility. Many of the big artistic names of the day were involved in deciding where to place it instead. Leonardo, Botticelli and Piero di Cosimo all had opinions. Eventually it was rolled through Florence and located, as everyone who has made the pilgrimage to Firenze knows, outside the Palazzo Vecchio, or, in less romantic English, the town hall. The journey of half a mile from Michelangelo's studio took four days. Taking David's biblical achievement as a giant killer as a cue, the statue was positioned facing south, a reminder for Rome of the independence of the Florentine Republic. Michelangelo's genius shows through in his completely new approach to the subject. David had been sculpted many times before, but always gruesomely, the head of his victim usually a main feature of the piece. Instead, Michelangelo depicts a pre-battle David, thoughtful, tense, his eyes blazing with uncertainty about what he has taken on. His mind is focused on the fight to come, although he hasn't forgotten to echo the classic contraposto pose, weight back, shoulders turned. Originally the statue may have had gilded details, but it was the sheer scale of the achievement that was most impressive. Michelangelo took a block of marble that had already been worked on by other artists and crafted something beguiling, a symbol of independence and male beauty. The statue was immediately seen as a masterpiece, Vasari rating it the best he had ever seen. The so-called flaws, excessively large hands and unusually large head, are explained by their location high on the Duomo for which Michelangelo thought he was creating the sculpture. In such a position, the size of the hands and the head would have appeared perfectly correct. If you want to see the David, there are copies all around the world, from Victorian plaster casts in the V&A in London to more Gaudi versions in Las Vegas casinos. 
There are, however, three versions of the David in Florence alone. The original has been in the Accademia since 1873. There is the copy in the Piazza della Signoria and a bronze cast in the Piazzale Michelangelo up on the hill overlooking Florence. A very pleasant day can be spent visiting all three with suitable breaks for coffee, pizza and Chianti.